Hello and welcome to the Maluli Asset Management Podcast. Today is August 6th, 2014. This is Brendan, and today Tom and I are going to talk about high-yield bonds. Why should people invest in high-yield bonds? Uh, why do people invest in high-yield bonds? Mostly because they're looking for yield. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that that's really it. They want a higher yield than what they can get in treasuries, so yeah. they, they think high-yield is the answer, but uh, I don't... I don't know if most people know what another term for high-yield bonds are, but do you, would you like to share that? Junk. Yeah. They're, they're called junk, junk bonds. Junk bonds. Yeah. So There's even an ETF. Yes, there is. JNK. J- that's right. <laughs> uh, so high-yield, we've learned over over the years that high-yield comes along with high risk. And anybody who's telling you that there's not uh, a fair degree of risk in these in these type of investments is kidding you. So all of these terms that we're kicking around, high yield, junk, sometimes these things are called non-investment grade bonds. They all mean the same thing. They're a nice way of saying that they are risky bonds. Yes, they are. And basically, if your bond is not investment grade, then it's junk. It's black or white. You either are investment grade or you're a junk bond. That's it. And something to keep in mind is that you can buy a bond in 2014 and it is considered investment grade and two or three or five or ten years from now down the road that company can run into trouble and their bonds get downgraded and yeah. now you do own a junk bond yeah. so a, a, a high-yield bond is something that you have to you have to take as much time monitoring that as you would a stock mm-hmm. because the situation is always changing that's not really what I think a lot of people go into bonds for. They want to know that they're going to get this kind of return. Yeah, usually bond investors are looking for stability. Right. Because they don't want to be in stocks because they're too risky. Correct. And so it used to mean, you know, buying into a junk bond or a high-yield bond was you just got higher risk or in some cases much higher risk in trade for a higher yield, but that higher yield is always relative. That's a relative term, right? Yeah. I mean, long-term U.S. Treasuries are yielding about three and a quarter percent right now. Um, so relatively to that, a high-yield bond could be yielding five or six percent. Right. Not really a ton, but it's it's higher it's yield higher. than what Treasuries are giving people. On the same, using the same type of scale, when the long-term U.S. Treasury is yielding, say, eight percent, we could see high-yield bonds uh, junk bonds yielding 11 or 12 or 14 percent. So it's always going to be a relative term. But the question that we want to raise is, are these high yield bonds really worth the risk? Do you want to stick your neck out there for five or six percent? Yeah, and that's really what you're doing. You know, when you invest in a bond, what we've always believed is that the day you invest money in a bond, you're drawing a line in the sand saying, hey, I'm going to get 6% on this investment, and that's all I'm going to get. If I hold the bond to maturity, even if it's a super-duper high-quality high bond, if you hold it to maturity, the most you're going to get is whatever the rate of interest is. Mm-hmm. And that's it. No more, no less. Okay. Again, is it worth the risk? Yeah. And there are different types of risks to consider uh, with bonds, there's, not there's, just one type of risk. <laughs> right. There's a lot going on with these high-yield bonds. First, The first thing you need to know is there's credit risk. Are you investing in a, a company that is 
teetering on the edge. I mean, most, in most cases with junk bonds, you are. There's usually something wrong with the company that's yeah. issuing these, and that's why their bonds are not investment grade. Sure. There's, uh, you know, 25 years ago, a lot of cable companies, as an example, uh, they didn't really have assets. They just had subscribers that paid them monthly fees. They didn't have any kind of hard assets that they could leverage off of to borrow. So they had to create junk bonds. Yeah. That's how they built out their whole cable infrastructure. Mm -hmm. They were all built on junk bonds. Yeah. And so you kind of had to go on faith mm -hmm. that these investments were going to work. So you've got a huge credit risk that's going on with that. But there's other risks too. Yeah, there's price risk because bonds trade by appointment. They're not like stocks. You can't buy them and sell them whenever you feel like. I think it's important that people understand that, you know, when you rip open your statement every month and you see your bond trading at, say, 94 cents on the dollar, you call your broker or advisor and say, hey, I want to get out of that bond. You're not going to get 94. You might get more, you might get less. But to find somebody who's willing to buy that bond from you. That's so they're going to want it at an even bigger discount than what it's already trading at. Correct. We've, we've said many times on these podcasts that bonds trade by appointment, meaning when you tell your broker or advisor that you want to sell a bond, he now has to find a buyer for that. And so they're going to want to pay a price that's probably not the price you're looking to get. So they pay market value for it, then they're not really making any, any, what's the incentive for them to buy it? Right. And so bonds are a lot harder to move. So think about all the people who have loaded into junk bonds over the last couple of years. It's like everybody trying to leave a party at the same time. You can't all fit through the door together. So there's going to be some issues when people want to move in big chunks out of a certain market. So we've got credit risk, we've got price risk. What else? interest rate risk always yeah. with every kind of in, uh, fixed income investment right so if interest rates rise what's going to happen to the value of your investment you're just gonna have a junk bond that is yielding less than other junk bonds if rates go up sure and then the next question is well or the next point you say is well even if interest rates rise if I hold this to maturity mm -hmm. I'll be okay well with these types of risky companies that are issuing junk bonds, there's always the question of whether they will reach maturity or not. Yeah, are they going to make it? Yeah, you, the you company just, might just default. You just don't know if they're, if they're really going to work out. So there's a lot of risk that comes with bonds, and especially with high-yield bonds. And we just feel if you're going to take that much risk, you at least ought to consider being in the stock market. And we've had several podcasts already talking about the benefits of of that versus going into uh, bonds, but there's but there's something else I think kind of brewing under the surface, right? Yeah, a lot of people don't even know that they own a junk bond. Um, so there's an easy way to tell this if you can access the bonds ratings, which you can do online. And right. what should they look for? Anything that's rated below triple B is considered junk or non-investment grade. Or a high yield bond and don't forget that you could buy a bond that's a rated or double a rated when you invest in it but over time you could see that rating change yeah, it's so. like it's like a company when you buy their stock you're gonna want to want to you want to monitor what that company is doing and in this case you're gonna monitor the ratings sure and so bond. When we talk about stocks or bonds or all these different investments, you need to know that none of the securities that we mentioned in any of our podcasts represent a past specific recommendation 
of Maluli Asset Management. And this podcast is not a recommendation to buy or to sell any of the securities that we happen to mention here. But more importantly, if you're relying on a podcast for investment advice, we think you might be making a huge mistake. And so we strongly urge our listeners to consult with their own investment advisor before they make a decision to buy or sell any kind of investment. Now, if you don't have an investment advisor, we'd be happy to answer whatever questions you might have without any kind of cost and without any kind of obligation. Just pick up the phone. You can call us here in New Jersey at area code 732-223-9000, or you can find us on the web at maluli.net. Okay, that's all we have for now. We'll be back next week with a new topic, and thanks for listening.